Whoa. Welcome, you guys, to We're Potting This Together. You know, it's that podcast where we guide you through all of your favorite or not-so-favorite Disney Channel movies. Uh, yeah, so thanks for listening, you guys. We have a great episode today. I'm Josh. I'm Lori. I'm Sammy. And this is another amazing special episode as we have two guests here with us. We have Casey and Bo, who have their own thrilling podcast called Telefriends. Thank you so much for being on, you guys. And could you tell us a little bit about your podcast? Sure. Uh, well, first of all, I'm Casey. <laughs> this is Casey. He's really into cars and, and <laughs> sports. And, and I'm very tall. The deal with Telefriends. Thank you for having us on, our, on your show, Podding This Together. We're excited to be here. That's Bo. Yeah, well, thank you for being here. Um, the deal with Telefriends is we're a podcast. And... We li- we play and listen to the messages you leave at 304-518-JAMS. Jams. And that's basically what happens on the show is we fucking, you call that number and leave a message and then we play the shit. And can I say curse words on this podcast? Sure. Okay. Oh, fuck. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that was going to happen. I'm saying. Like that. Joey Lawrence gets me worked up. You can't take <laughs> I think he gets us all worked up. Ooh, take the shirt off <laughs> take already, it off Joey. Already, God, Joseph. Uh, so yeah, so tell a friends three hundred four five one James. James, well, I, I want to know some specific things about podding this together. First, why the name? What's why podding this together? I don't. Oh, I feel like it's a reference to a thing I don't <laughs> understand. Have you seen High School Musical? I've seen I've seen High School Musical two. So they have the "We're All in This Together" song. So we just. Uh, have you guys watched any disney channel well you said you saw high school musical too have you guys seen any other ones i'm sure i have as i went down the list they started to appear more uh familiar by title but that may just be hopeful i feel like i'm just out of this demographic i feel like yeah i was i was a nickelodeon child for sure yeah we're old men yeah we're we're old balls dudes all right you guys You should grab your stirrups and saddle up, because we're heading to watch some horse sense. What is this horse sense all about? So this is a decom from 1999. It is the story of a L.A. boy, Michael, who treats his rancher cousin pretty poorly, and his parents send him to Montana to help out at the ranch and learn lessons. Montana. Have you guys, have any of you seen this movie before? Uh, I had in the same way that I have seen every Disney Channel movie before. Okay, I put this one off when I was a kid. I hated cowboys. I hated the country. I was like, nope, not going to watch it. So you saw this coming on, you were like, oh, I wonder what this one's about. Horses. Country. (laughs) I hated it. I really did. That's exactly what I did. And 20 years later, I am now watching this movie. I'll tell you who saw this movie before, and that's... Mr. and Mrs. Lawrence. Yeah, this has got to be a Lord's family regular, right? <laughs> had to be. So how familiar well, who are, are you all with the the powerhouse that is Joey Lawrence? I, I have not. no idea. Yeah. Sammy, however, seems to have an idea. Uh, who Joey Lawrence is? Yeah, yes. well, was. Okay. <clears throat> well, I mean, so <laughs> the Lawrence brothers in general were uh, a, a family full of 90s heartthrobs. 
And I was doing my research, and I can't for the life of me figure out why. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, their parents, actually, I found out their mom was, like, a personal talent agent. And oh. so, like, all of them were put into it when they were, like, two. So. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, they had a they had a TV show in the 90s just about the three brothers. Like, the characters were their own names. It was called Brotherly Love. And I watched it as a kid. I don't really remember what it was about, except that it took place in Philadelphia. So, Joey Lawrence what, what originally got famous for being the brother of a girl who wore hats yeah. and the brother of a guy who was a heroin addict. True. And the girl who wore hats was Why? friends with a number. Yep. Was the original show that he she got was like and he, and he, his catchphrase, he had stolen from Keanu Reeves. Yeah. He would go, whoa. All I knew was the one from Boy Meets World. That was the extent of my Lawrence knowledge before this moment. I knew, so Joey Lawrence and Melissa Joan Hart did a, like, made-for-TV movie called My Fake Fiance. Ooh. Yeah, it was a huge, like, I don't know why, because it was just a made-for-TV movie. But then the two of them later did the TV show Melissa and Joey, which was on for a while. I don't know why that was either, because it was not good. They were like Heartland Sweethearts is the thing. They were like uh, PG. Yeah, it was the same reason like, like the show, the Ural's podcast is good. It's a thing where people are like, I remember these two from this thing when they were yeah. 10 years younger. It's so cool that they're oh. in a thing together now. Melissa Joan Hart, though, Sad. she had, like, that was her third act, because she was Clarissa, and then uh-huh. Sabrina, Rina. and then she was Melissa. We were talking about how the director of this movie, who also made the Corey's vehicle, License to Drive, see what I did there? Vehicle. Um, that uh-huh. This dude has some chops. Yeah, so so he's clearly been given enough money to make three camera moves, yeah. and man, does he make him. He, he does a long-ass him. zoom three times in this yeah. movie. Well, this director of this one is the same guy who did uh, one of the biggest, like, most beloved DCOMs. It's called Brink. It's a rollerblading movie. And it's actually shown in this movie on the TV screen at one point. But same dude. So I just love at the beginning how it was, like, every single, like, they went down a list of stuff from people who don't live in California of what they think California is like. Where there's, like, wheatgrass smoothies only, convertibles everywhere, just people. I mean, like, it's all pretty true. To that shit is true like, as fuck. <laughs> But my, my, my favorite thing about how this movie begins is that the very first line is is, is so Joey Lawrence can get in there how great a shape he's in. Yeah. It's like 9% yeah, body fat. His first is line it? is 9% body fat. <laughs> like, really? Well, so we find out that Michael has been tasked with picking up his younger cousin, who apparently he invited to come hang out. And we find out that he has a girlfriend, Gina, that is a new addition to his life. And of two he... weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks and he already has, like, her mouth saying the time for her his alarm. That's I her... did not. That's her mouth? That's her mouth? Yeah, that was her mouth saying, what What was it, like, 645? Time to wake, wake up. Oh, time oh, to wake up. Pretty sure that couldn't get any worse than it being a stranger's mouth. <laughs> I was ready you to quit this that... movie like right no, now. No, no. It yeah. was his girlfriend of two weeks. Side note about this alarm going off. So this alarm goes off. It's a creep show. That's a nightmare stuff. No way to wake up. But then it pans out and Joey's Joseph is strongly <laughs> rocking the bed in the center of his room. And like crumbed and, like, out stuff around it. There is like <laughs> crispy chromed out free weights. That's a Beverly Hills move. Yeah, for sure. And red silk pajamas. Well, yeah. He's not going to put wool against his body? Have you seen that guy? <laughs> uh, so this Michael kid gets to L.A. 
he is so excited to do all these amazing things, go to Disney World, see the beach, etc. But he kind of ends up getting stuck inside of this giant mansion. Which, boo-hoo. Yeah, it looked amazing. Be great. It did, but Joey Lawrence was just like, hey kid, watch some VHS tapes. The highest technology. <laughs> and the you kid's like, we have... In, right? He's like, we have VCRs in Montana, which just makes it even, like, it's so depressing because it's like he could have sat around at home and watched movies. Mm-hmm. I like how that reference has come full circle now, though, where, like, kids are watching it now and they're like, yeah, why would he know how to use a VCR? What is this thing? <laughs> Do you think that, because in 99, DVDs existed. But, like, a rich person would have DVDs in 99. Oh, yeah. So do you think yeah, that, like, they kept sure. it VHS so as not to confuse or alienate? There was VHSs on the shelves already. They didn't want to, what are they going to do, redress the scene? <laughs> I'm saying, yeah. I think they're trying to sell these VHS tapes while we still got them. <laughs> um, here's a, I have a question for you guys. Yeah. What the fuck? You've been dating this girl for two weeks. Why do you want to hang out with her dad so goddamn bad? It's like marriage material. Maybe it's like they're rich people, so it's some weird setup thing where. Well, it was. He's like he's like some big name director or something like yeah. that. He has like ties to like the film industry, and I get the sense that. So Joey's an aspiring actor. Well, he's clearly not going Maybe... to school to be smart at doing school. <laughs> when he just like forgets about school, it starts out and he's at a class, but then he just leaves to Montana forever. Well, here's the thing. I think. The subtext of Horse Sense is that Joseph Florence has a serious memory problem. He doesn't know how weeks work. He doesn't know when a new week Mm -hmm. starts. He has to be told, tomorrow is... He's like, that's not until next week. And she's like, now's next week. That's like 50 first dates. Yeah, he doesn't know what's going on ever. So so he's been been with that girlfriend for years. (laughs) He's like, it's been two weeks. And she's like, yes, it's been two weeks, Joe. And every week, he like liquid liquidates his trust fund and gives away his money to people. Yes, and that's why they keep give that kid's like, I want to give him the whistle. He remember he liked this last time. Maybe this will, he'll remember the whistle. He'll jog something. Uh, maybe horse. he got kicked in the head by yes, a horse. Yeah, exactly. That's, you guys, <gasps> not unlikely. And that's what the doctor said. The horse, the well, it, they're on the farm, so it was like a fancy veterinarian that came out and the veterinarian ex- examined young Joe. And then said, you know what? Wait, I'm why sorry. is that examining the human? Because it happened at the farm. And there wasn't a real doctor because they live in Montana. Yeah. And there's not doctors. Uh, they gonna... only have vets. Yeah, and the doctor examined him, then looked at the family and says, I'm sorry. But he's only got horse sense now. Poor Joey. Right? Right. And let's call him Joseph. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Come on. <laughs> he's a craftsman. Or Michael, maybe. Jay Lawrence. <laughs> um, so kind of things start boiling up and Michael is is not happy at all and he's finally promised to go to disneyland and instead he gets taken to one of those horrible places oh, with a ball pit and oh okay before that though we got an awesome montage of him playing like tennis by himself and him watching movies by himself and him putting a lasso around statues it was the most like charlie brown s it wasn't like, just thing. by himself though it was with the housekeeper Arlene just like clapping in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joey Lawrence does a thing during this part of the movie that drives me insane where he is in a movie and he takes just one sip out of a cup and then leaves it there oh, forever. He, he set it down. Yeah, he set it down and left she it. She made that smoothie. It took You know how forever. much work it would take to make that? 
saying. And she hated every second of making that smoothie. Every second she has to spend with Joey Lawrence, she wishes she was dead. I think she was like slowly contemplating poisoning him. <laughs> I hate the, those ball pit things. Those are the things that like your parents would take you to when you were 12. And you're like, this doesn't do it anymore. Well, that's pretty much what Joey did to little Andy Lawrence. What's Joey Lawrence's name in the movie? Michael. Michael. What's the little kid's name in the movie? Tommy. Tommy. Oh. Oh, because the horse is named Tommy Boy. <laughs> right. You know they named the horse first. <laughs> the, the kid is named after the horse. Did you guys yeah. get the impression that this movie was like gonna, it was heading in the direction of a romantic comedy between Joey Lawrence and his aunt? Because it seemed like that. I thought the same that, thing. Definitely. The second well, the aunt showed up, I was like, uh-oh. To be fair, could you look at JL? JL, law, the lawman. <laughs> the law dog. And not feel something. <laughs> She gives him a lingering uh, hug. If he was yeah. my nephew, probably. <laughs> what? What if it was a like? What if it was a, a a secret of my success scenario where 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 he she's aunt by marriage? Oh. <gasps> but I think they established that that's not the case. Do I don't they, think they do did they? though. I don't think they do. I don't know. Uh, oh, maybe I will they did. Never go I, back I, and check. I thought that Mike's <laughs> mom and Tommy's mom were sisters. Huh. I thought that it was the dad and dad. The like brothers. Dad. Okay, so this <laughs> so <laughs> drops him off at the ball pit and then goes to the fucking horse track, which is like first mention of horses. I just he like left him at the ball pit thing, and usually like it gave the impression that it was like a daycare situation, but then when he goes back later, the kid's gone, he's like, Oh, he called somebody else to pick him up. He thought you were dead. Like in the most casual way possible. They were nice enough to keep track of him, you know, like That's yeah. true. Yeah. They get in, he gets in a car accident. Oh yeah. Yeah, the he like hits that lady. That's and what then he, he does. Kind of like, fakes hey, it. it was a hit and run, and it's like full fucking Tony Danza. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean he wasn't lying though, it was a hit and run. He was just the one doing the running. And so this is the man child that these parents <laughs> have trusted. Yeah. Like, young boy too like he's not yeah. responsible with finances enough to have his own money he and he's driving around a, a porsche yeah he's hitting people left and right he's going to the track to meet some guy he's known never with a girl he's known for two weeks he's failing like... out of college yeah he looks like he's 42 years old he says he's 20 and he says he's <laughs> 20 and we're like yeah well he could clearly take care of this small boy for a long weekend the being 20 thing i think it would have made a lot more sense to have i get that he had like a trust fund and stuff that gave them some leverage over him but like 17 would have made i mean he looks significantly older so it kind of ruins it but 17 or something would have made more sense to where they can actually be like we're sending you Monta to montana you have to go and he's like oh i guess so you're my parents yeah this is one of those odd disney movies where the, the kid really isn't the focus of this movie instead it's this adult man yeah just it's weird his parents waited until he was like 20 where they're like okay we really messed up raising him we should probably do something about this it's like they were just completely like this kid had to be a nightmare in high school. He's probably at boarding school. <laughs> well, not really. He was in. He was clearly at the gym most days. Yeah, he's fucking working out. And yeah. He's probably at boarding school. Those kids get sent off, man. Well, I feel like they really painted the picture like this was L.A. versus the country, instead of like this one guy versus his being a jerk. So blah blah blah. He gets sent to the country. 
So how do they manage to restrain themselves <laughs> from having a montage of him putting on country clothes oh before they had the shot of him getting oh, How many wow. times do you think he spun around in the duster? Oh, man, they must have done it a million times. <laughs> We I'm needed sure a montage of Gina taking him shopping, where he's just like, <gasps> no, I'll wear this. And she's, like, dressing him, basically. It yeah. Just, it just seems like there's more to the Gina story that happens off screen. Welcome to DCOMs. This is a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing I noticed. Like, this whole movie is filled with these really lightly sketched, very specific characters. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're like, mm-hmm. here's this person. They and name everybody. See you later. Yeah. There are several DCOMs that are based around premises that never get explained. They essentially make their own plot holes that awesome. you could edit them out and the movie would be better and still have the same story. But they just, they keep, they add so much into these for some reason. I mean, I'm assuming that everyone on this conversation is down to watch Twister and the Mule. Oh, toast, dude. The uh, series. Lori, didn't we go see the see Twister recently? Or was no. that with Oh, that movie's else? good, but I'm talking about MC Gaines else. and his buddy. Mule. <laughs> <laughs> the farmhands. They're yeah. Twister and Mule. Yeah, dude. That's like, there's no, not one point to the joke. Goes, Why do they call you Twister and the Mule? <laughs> like... Uh, uh. Why is this dog looking at me like it's a person? You know, he doesn't ask anything. They could have been like, yeah, yeah live action Timon and Pumbaa in Montana. Exactly. They, you know, they had like a side, <laughs> like comedy scene for sure. Did you guys think that uh, Gina's dad resembles a, an older Scott Disick? Did we see Gina's dad? Yeah, he's, the, yeah. he's yeah. the horse track. Races. Oh yeah. Oh he says, yeah. Stay back, Joe. That horse is going to hurt you. Pick me a winner. Yeah, stuff like what that. What a professional do it. Yeah. So typing in Gina Dad Horse Sense to Google Images does not help. Why don't you go to IMDb? Why don't you go to my new fan site, HorseSense.com? <laughs> horse. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Don't go to that site. Oh, God. Uh, too late. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's just the Forest Ranch Equestrian Center. Please bear with yeah. us as we update our website and listing system. It um, looks like they've been it. updating their website since the 80s. There's like trees that are clearly just like, it looks like it's from the Microsoft ski game stamped on and then a horse. The, and that, horse is, that horse's face is too skinny. It is malnourished. Anyway, horse sense. Um, <laughs> I'm, horse sense. Look, I'm, I'm looking at horsesensesolutions.com. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Uh, horse Sense Solution utilizes prominent veter- veterinarians and accredited laboratory to develop a revolutionary new concept to address the issues of maintaining the normal flow of digestion. Oh, that makes sense. Are we sure that this isn't Joey Lawrence? The like slogan for it is "Say Whoa." Oh, They're well, the hall and go. Things. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> <laughs> so Joey Lawrence has to haul poop. Is what I'm talking about. Uh, so here's a big pile of it, which is Exhibit A of these country people are assholes. Pretty much. Like, first of all, the whor- the poop in one area, like, nine feet tall, when it only had to go, like, ten more feet. The other thing is, it's like, this is after he's fucking played the prank on him about stay up really late and watch TV. Like, that's not a prank. Like, yeah. the fuck, man? Yeah, it's just being a jerk. And he, he came to this ranch fully knowing he was going to be working hard, like... And he's willing to do it. He's not being a bad guy. He's like, oh, yeah, I fucked up. I'm here. I'll help. What do you want me to do? His first words to him were like them asking about his boots and him being like, they're expensive. That means they're high quality. And like the most 
disgusting voice ever. No, he he was apologizing the whole time, and he was pretty open to like trying new things. To yeah, and meeting these people, he wasn't like trying to be rude to them. That's fair. He doesn't get off the plane and like start making fun of poor people. They're the ones who, when he gets off the plane, start making fun of him for being rich. They're the aggressors throughout this movie. He'll be in situations that could go one way or the other. Like uh, when he was asked to move those giant poles and the guy was about to explain to him and he's like, no, no, I can do it. I can do this part. Well, yeah, he wouldn't let them tell him. He keeps getting condescended to by a fucking 10 year old. (laughs) Like there's only so much of that shit I want to hear either. (laughs) Like, just move the fucking poles already. Let me take pop off this shirt so you guys can check it out and let me move these poles. Yeah. And the kid said, can you move the pool poles to the car? And there's a car right, right there, there, a truck right there. It's clearly covered in weeds. Like we okay, all know. Second that. thing. <laughs> but maybe that's just country they people keep the love fancy boots. <laughs> they, would, they would be drooling yeah, they'd over be like, those man, boots. Those they'd say, where yeah. did you get those? Not like the ranch owners. Yeah, I'm with you on this. You know well, where, what true, they wear when like... they go out shit kicking at a nice place? They wear fancy boots. They do. They'd no, be they happy to, to have dancing. fancy boots. Yeah, exactly. So in this movie, mm-hmm. one of the big plot points is that this fucking hillbilly asshole child yeah. wants to go to fucking Disney, right? And it's on the it's Disney a channel. Disney movie, people. How did we uh, not make this happen? It's the worst commercial for Disneyland ever. Yeah. What, it, it, it he never much, gets to go. They got like three locations. That's all you get in a decom. Yeah, you think it's got to be pretty cheap to fil- film on the lot when you you're... probably think you're on the fucking lot already. <laughs> Turn the camera around, asshole. <laughs> Imagine how lame that would be if they actually did that, though. And they just have, like, a whole montage of Disneyland. Yeah, if this was my movie, we would have got a scene of Joey and uh, Gina at Disneyland doing fun shit. They go, oh, we forgot. Yeah, little kids throwing up by the teacups. Yeah. I want to say there's a moment in this movie that I genuinely felt sympathetic to the little kid character. And also mm-hmm. Joey Lawrence. When Joey Lawrence fucking finishes the treehouse for him and thinks he's done a good thing and the kid flips out, I'm like, that's legit kid rage, man. Like, yo. Yeah. yeah that's the time the kid makes the most sense. And it's also like a fully relatable human ass scene. Like the rest of that movie is a bunch of fucking comic strip dog shit. But like that scene <laughs> is really dope. Like where you're like, fuck, man, that's some real life yeah. shit. That probably happened to the writer of this movie. That's why he made it. We also learn at some point that they're not making enough money after the dad died somehow to keep the ranch going and all like six employees there, which I assume they live somewhere on the property. I don't know and if that's not, a thing, though. I don't think they're playing. Tw- they're paying Twister and Mule a ton. Do you think, yeah. yeah, it's true. But like we were saying, because like, it's also the middle of summer and Twister's somewhere off chopping firewood when the kid's saving a horse's life. JL is close to shirtless as often as possible in this movie. He yeah. can't be chopping that I feel much like firewood. He had a quote at a fill. <laughs> yeah. Like, to get his pay, it had to be, like, X amount of time on screen was, like, at least like, showing biceps. I think it's like Christopher walking with, walking with dancing. I think Joey Lawrence is gonna take his shirt off. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're that's in the contract. <laughs> what exactly were they doing with this ranch? Like, oh, that's what I was gonna was say. it a horse ranch? It's a cattle ranch. Do they you have, have horse ranches to like sell horses? Like, what's the end game with a horse ranch? It was a cattle ranch. They're a cattle ranch. They have 500 head of okay. cattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. There's and a lot of those. I got okay. The yeah, cattle are not selling them. as well as they used to. That's because that's that's the thing is like they're not making enough money because people in the agricultural business are forever operating it uh, in debt is the deal. Yes. That's how farms yeah. work. People don't get rich farming. Right. That's why farming I mean, is a family business because 
the people who own the farm have to keep running the farm. Yeah. They don't make enough money to be like, well, now we can stop farming. Right. Yeah. Farm it's life. unpredictable. Yeah. Plus, I mean, you can sell like steers for masses of a mass amount of money, like to to breed them if yeah. they're like a good specimen. Codes. So that's always something. Well, I mean, the one close up we get of a decent cow in this, it's just a monster in a 10 by 10 foot area. Right. That they're yeah. keeping right beside the pile of shit and where the other pile of shit. <laughs> well, he shits so, a lot. That's like, his yeah. shit. Yeah. It's like. No wonder this one's so angry. <laughs> Did you know that cows make best friends for life? Really? Uh-huh. Like a cow has a cow best friend. <gasps> oh. and, and when they get excited, they jump a little bit. Like yeah. off the ground, like all yeah. four. Oh, yeah, for sure. I've seen that one. Like when they're stoked. Yeah. They're so like, when, I was, when I was a, a younger man, I was camping on my friend's farm back in West Virginia. And uh-huh. we are Oh, I'll go to sleep, and I decide I'm going to sleep in the uh, my truck, not in the bed, but in the cab. Okay. And I've got the windows rolled down. It's a hot night, <laughs> and I uh, wake up to this moist sensation Gross. and oh, this no. weird sound that I cannot like. I'm confused when I'm waking up. Like, what is the sound? And I look up, and there's this giant eyeball like two inches away from my face oh, because this cow has put its entire head into my truck That's and awesome. is licking oh my, my steering wheel and like the edge of its tongue is hitting my face but yeah it was so, like he looked surprised when i woke up like just as startled as i was that i was going to wake up yes but yeah when i woke up and like pushed him on the head to get his head out of my truck like he started doing that like hop thing yeah yeah and like, and like there's huh. like a small herd of cows Aww. like in our campsite our man Joseph L. was pretty good on a horse. He was. Do you guys think that he oh, did his own stunts? He looks like he does a lot of his own stunts in that movie. I can see what oh, definitely like, did it. the horse riding. I don't know about when it was like bucking around and stuff. I would imagine just as like a liability standpoint, they wouldn't put him on one. Because like that scene, it was like there's a lot of stuff in Disney movies too that we've noticed where it's comical situations but in reality it's like scary as hell where they're like pushing people <laughs> down hills on skis and like that horse bucking around is pretty freaking dangerous you guys i'm about to blow your goddamn minds about joey lawrence <laughs> joey lawrence was born joseph lawrence mignonia jr what <gasps> so the yeah, fucking other brothers right had to adopt his ass's middle name dude they all changed their names <laughs> to his middle name <laughs> no what a bum deal so does that mean that he is now Joseph Lawrence Lawrence, or did he get a new middle name? No, I mean, he's PKA Joey Lawrence. But so, for instance, Matthew Lawrence. How the fuck? Okay, so Wikipedia <laughs> is saying Joey Lawrence was born Joseph Lawrence Mignogna Jr. Matthew Lawrence is saying was born Matthew William Lawrence. Whoa. I yeah, don't believe that for all a the family second. changed their last name no. when they started getting showbiz. Mom and dad, too? Uh. Yeah, what? I think so. Mom was like a PR lady, though, so she wanted to like market the family. That's fucking weird. Or maybe it's like a, they didn't all have the same last name. Parents weren't married. Yeah, possibly. I think the last name was just hard to pronounce, and like Lawrence is like a good, like all-American. Because like they all, they put their kids in a like, when they were like two. So they were having kids to like have the kids be a career. Mm. Yeah, so they, assume. so he's probably changed his name young enough where his youngest brother when he was born was giving the last name that he chose for his career. At some point we get, I don't remember what the wake up call talk was despite having it written down here, but Twister who's maybe an uncle or relative gives Michael Joseph Lawrence a 
wake up call and tells him that he can't just keep throwing money at stuff and try to fix stuff without actually wanting to fix it. Do you think that like, okay, so like, you know how like every time you see Gina, she's trying on clothes, showing you this, she's a materialistic person. Yeah. And like every time mm-hmm. you see Joey Lawrence's parents, they're coming back from Palm Springs. Do you think that like they're trying to, to telegraph to the audience that like fucking like they're absentee parents do you know what I mean? It seems like at least at this point, like when they're coming back, they're coming back from fundraisers. So at least it's not just like vacations. Yeah, they were working. I'm just saying, like perhaps Joey Lawrence is looking for a father figure, mm-hmm. and he finds Aww. it in Twister. Twister. And then younger Lawrence, named Mignola, is looking for a father figure, <gasps> and he finds it in his older cousin. And his aunt, by marriage, is looking for a husband figure uh, and finds it in oh. Joey Lawrence Mignogna Jr. Um, a thing that bothered me was that, like, they kind of made it seem like anyone from California would not know how to live on a ranch. California is, like, mostly farming, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. This, I got news I for mean, you. This movie's filmed uh, in California. <laughs> That ain't what? Montana. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got news for you. Mind blown. Uh-huh. Newsflash. It's funny because, like, Montana in this is, like, completely everybody's one type of person. California is completely one type of person. It's kind of a thing, like, uh, on Girl Meets World, I tried watching that, but they had a character who was from Texas, mm. and they specified several times that he was from Austin. He was not he from Austin. About- yeah, he kept saying, like, oh, back on my farmland. Oh, we don't have cars in Austin. Like, they were making him out to be some, like, farm guy specifically from Austin. So it's just, like, since he's from Texas, all of Texas is ranches and stuff. I mean, I've never been to Montana, but I, I think that's how I imagined it. So, yeah. Montana seems pretty chill. Dave Letterman lives there. I'm trying to think of cities in Montana. I got <laughs> Missoula. Missoula is where David Lynch is from. So what was saving this horse <laughs> thing? When did that happen? I, I don't remember. They were out. Oh, like, they had uh, a fight. They had a fight. Yeah. And then fucking little kid Tommy's like, dog, I don't even give a fuck about this fight no more because this horse is dying. We got to save this horse. We got to come together in a moment of crisis and put aside our differences. And Twister's busy cutting wood in the summer. Or whatever. I couldn't tell. So it was they... the horse just stuck in the mud. I couldn't really figure out exactly what the peril was. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, he said he was going to die, so he was going to die, okay? Yeah, like, it looked like he just had to calm down and he said something's dangerous, like, horses can die from this. Is it just, like, can horses give themselves heart attacks from freaking out, maybe? Oh, maybe. Maybe. Do you know alpacas can I die think... of loneliness? Oh. Can't we all do? You got some, <gasps> you got some fucking bummer, <laughs> bummer large animal, animal facts, Mo. <laughs> like, I'm on the verge of becoming a vegetarian right now, okay? <laughs> Montana Dude, holds the Anna. world's record for the... It holds the world's record for the most dramatic temperature change to occur in a 24-hour period. Talk about it. In 1972 in Loma, <gasps> Montana. Wow. The temperature rose from negative 54 to positive 49. Shit. That's a that's a heavy swing, dog. Montana facts. You, you gotta be chopping wood 24-7. You never, you never know, know, know when it's coming. I know. I'm, I take everything about it that I said about Twister back. You gotta buy alpacas in pairs is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan is one of the most isolated county seats in the country. The town is 175 miles from the nearest airport, 85 miles from the nearest bus line, and 115 miles from the nearest train. Wow. That's one isolated town. That really Honestly, is an that isolated town. Kind of nice. Mm-hmm. 
No, it doesn't. How much internet access do you think they have? So Montana is the fourth largest state. You can fit Virginia, Maryland, Delaware, Pennsylvania, and New York within it. But Montana is only 44th most populated. I think I would get a lot of alpacas. I don't think I could keep animals. I don't know. You got to keep them even though, right? Yeah, even numbers. Two, two alpacas can't share another alpaca. Don't they have like, what type of animal do they keep with alpacas that like keeps them happy or something? Another alpaca. <laughs> no, I mean, I think there was a fact like sheep and alpacas work really well together or something like that. that. They look alike, kind of. I, well, they I can't remember. In, 19, in 1888, Helena, Montana had more millionaires per capita than any other city in the world. Who's Helena, Montana? Holy cow. It was because oil. It was, it was because of the gold rush. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Montana has more bookstores per capita than any other state. Uh, they saved the horse. <laughs> well, yes, they saved the horse literally like minutes before he's supposed to be at the airport, and then he gets back to to L.A. and you kind of see him like go through those same experiences, but with a different mindset. The part where they had him at the horse races and he was just kind of staring wistfully at them really with some brilliant acting. Really longingly. He's, he's Whoa. Got, he's got a real horse sense. <laughs> Gasp. <laughs> so, so like the scene where he's like, let a professional do it. It's like, yeah, he probably should just let a professional take care of that. Yeah. Honestly, he should. Yeah, he probably that, doesn't know what a, a jockey or like a racing horse is that's a very like what their temperament animal. is it's a very expensive he animal his, to boot he saw his cousin whisper a horse once and was like i am now a horse expert let me handle this so do you think when he was like wistfully looking at the horses it was more like feeling bad for them that they were maybe it was like some mere thing or like they were stuck there and then like flashing back to the horses running in the wild like he felt bad for them being it, forced to race I, yeah I think what it was is this was the scene where his memory f- finally starts coming back to him, where he's like, oh my God, I remember horses. <laughs> full it would have been dope, been dope where's my whistle? if, like, if they'd have shown him in class not failing a test, but rather shown him in class like, falling asleep learning about land trusts or something so they could have fucking set it up. Yeah, instead of... Like in the first scene, if they yeah. had done that. Well, when saying... he calls his dad to get a hold of like the the book to get the fact that he needed he's like turn to page eight he's like son it's only four pages but it's still like they couldn't let him like be the smart guy (laughs) (laughs) i also like that they were helpful enough to include the scene of him losing thousands of dollars by taking that money out that he doesn't end up spending it all yeah he gets taxed he's losing a fuckload of money on that yeah it had to be thousands of dollars. Yeah. Like, yes. He's like, I don't care. It's like 10%. And then it's like, it's womp, like womp. no fucking around. It's well, like just 10%. the same guy who at one point where he's like, how are we going to solve this problem? Pyramid scheme. Yeah. <laughs> right. That was that, so ridiculous. Then he explains it like no one's ever heard of a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Like, so I'm going to buy some Mary Kay. I mean, it could be like, hey, let's set up a GoFundMe page for this ranch. <laughs> I want to kickstart the ranch. Like, this is in 1999. He had a cell phone that had magic powers and had reception everywhere he went. Like, he's in the middle of nowhere and still making phone calls that go through no problem. (laughs) (laughs) It could be 10 miles from the biggest city in Montana. We have no fucking idea. (laughs) Still, though, like, I I don't... When they were taking the cattle from, like, point A to point B and he had to, like, stay up to watch them and stuff, they, they were in the middle of nowhere. There was no lights around or anything. Yeah, and they're like, like, look out for the coyotes. There would have been like three cell phone towers. (laughs) Yeah. 
I don't know how cellular technology works. I don't care to. <laughs> <laughs> I like during that part though. His first response was to call nine one one and alert him that a stampede oh was gosh, happening. Yes. I mean, that makes sense. They're like, where's this taking place? <laughs> right behind me. <laughs> Those are the comedic chops he's honed. I gotta say, Joey Lawson. Lawrence is a likable dude, though. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not down on Joe. Yeah, he had a Marky Mark music period. He did. Oh, that's dude. great. Yeah, he has oh. a song. Yeah, he did. Oh no. There's a little something like this. Insert <laughs> <laughs> the song. Pose. That scene where he's delivering the whistle, yeah, like riding the horse, oh, that was awesome. That was like the most action-packed scene. I was nervous about that kid, that ho- that horse, the whole thing. Uh, the mom was like super okay with him riding a horse next to a car, which like looked pretty dangerous. But there was like a scene a while back. It was like after they saved the horse, they got back kind of late, and she was like freaked out at the little brother or the like the little cousin for not for being out so late and stuff but she's like you want to ride this horse next to this car go for it and like laughing about it had this been my movie <laughs> joey lawrence would have pulled the original whistle out of his pocket yeah and been like <gasps> i still have this one. Been like, and then they would have blown the whistles together they they would have blown them together <laughs> brother on brother whistle blows <laughs> fade to black and then it just ends nothing else yeah. happens after that horse and dun 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 Lawrence Brothers will return in <laughs> Horsens 2 back to the city. Do you guys have any specific lessons you felt like you you kind of saw through in this movie? I gotta hit the gym Any more. deep moments? I gotta work on my arms. <laughs> my arms. Oh, yeah. your arms, though. My arm game is low. Maybe start chopping some wood. Putting up some fences. Dog. That's gaining work. That's, that's twister work. I'm a shit shoveler. Hey, listen to Telefriends, guys. Thanks for having us on. <laughs> the lesson is to listen to telefriends. No, no, but I mean, the, the, the lesson I took from it is if your ranch is failing, wait for a rich cousin to bail your shit out with his knowledge. Yeah, find somebody smarter. And uh, it's okay to, for your entire family to ride your coattails. If you find some coattails, ride them. Yeah. I'll change my name right now to whatever you want. <laughs> I learned... <laughs> that's about right <laughs> if you didn't learn anything you don't have to say so i learned not to finish other people's tree houses word Ooh. that's important mm. yeah you didn't know the design they were going for i think i learned that horses can probably freak themselves out enough to have heart attacks and you just that's have to like a, yeah whisper at them for sure me i learned that I guess if you have like family near you that you should take some of your time to like appreciate and try to be around them uh, or else you'll get sent to a ranch and have to like bail them out of bankruptcy and lose a lot of money in the process. Yeah. Lose a lot of money. Unnecessarily. On the trust yeah. removal. Oof. So just Plus take him to Disneyland. He's so if he had just worked hard on his paper in the first place. He could have saved forty. Yeah. He could have saved like forty grand if he had just gone to fucking Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> That's the lesson, actually. Is just go to Disneyland. Yeah, always it. go to Disney. In the long run. Do you well, think do that's you guys... probably the subliminal message Disney was trying to send us? I think so. What would you guys, uh, if you gave this a rating out of ten, 
what would you rate it? What's like what's a ten? Like ten by like it's it's whatever you want like it to be. Citizen like Kane is a ten. <laughs> like the ten can be whatever you decide. I give it. I give it seven out of ten Lawrences. I'm saying if we're going on a Joey Lawrence project basis alone, Oof. then it's like a seven or an eight, right? Yeah. Like it's wow. one of the wow. better things I've seen Joey Lawrence ever. Yeah, it's better than almost every episode of Blossom. I liked Blossom a lot, okay, but not because so. of Joey, Joey Lawrence. I definitely went into this movie thinking I was going to hate it. That's how I always thought about this movie. <laughs> but I actually enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Gosh, and I like horses. I am cowboys. A strong 7.5 for me. Nice. Oh, a, a nice strong 7.5. Not a weak one. I'm going to give it a 5, which isn't... It was okay. <laughs> as like, I didn't hate it, but I wouldn't tell other people to watch it unless I was telling them to watch it for a podcast recording. You literally told them. That's... Uh... Six. (laughs) (laughs) You sounded so confident before you got to that number. Six was the name of the neighbor on Blossom. Um, No, it was fun. I enjoyed watching it. I had a good time. Uh, It was not the most entertaining Disney Channel original movie. Good time. But still, still good. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks you guys so much for no, thank being you so guests much for having, on our thanks little for show. having us. It was very fun. I and, hope, and we'd like to encourage not only you, you hosts of this fine show, but yeah. you listeners to call three zero four five one eight jams and leave any kind of message you want, and you might be on our show. Word. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of We're Potting This Together. Next week we'll be taking a look at Up, Up, and Away. If you have any questions, comments, or memories of your favorite Disney Channel original movie, you can find us on social media or email us at potinthistogether at gmail.com. And if you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Later!